Hello and welcome everybody back to the Inside Our Galaxy podcast. I am your host, Eric Hernandez. As always, we got a lot to talk about. We got to talk about the final six games of the season. That's right. We're here, guys. The final stretch of the season for the LA Galaxy. Um, anything could happen within these next six games. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about a little bit about what has happened so far. Of course, we've been on a slump um, the last six games. Three draws and three losses, four coming into this uh, final stretch. And also, we're on the nine-game winless streak. Of course, you've heard this everywhere from any other podcast, from any of the other Galaxy content creators. But we're going to be talking about that. I'm going to be talking about that. Um, we'll be talking about some Galaxy news, of course, um, our preview of Portland. And I will be answering your questions that you guys send in um, as one of the new segments we ha- we've added into this podcast. And uh, yeah, guys, let's just get started here. Um this is going to be a classic Inside Our Galaxy episode here. Uh, it's just me today. Uh, no LA Galaxy Central, of course. Uh, he was scheduled to come on today um, for this episode, but unfortunately he said he had some last-minute things to do, some some business he needed to take care of, which is understandable. Um, and, you know, I'm always grateful when he comes on, and I'm always thankful for giving his, you know, his thoughts, his analysis on Galaxy um, and the performance and what they and what they've been doing but of course he's not here today for some of you who expected to hear him today um of course don't go um if you are interested in hearing some galaxy content listen to this podcast of course um i'm glad you're here welcome for the new listeners and um for the old listeners um how's everybody doing uh i hope everybody's doing well i hope everybody's uh doing okay um in their lives and um you know hopefully you guys are excited for uh this saturday uh against portland timbers so um yeah guys uh let's get into this episode and uh let's get started i want to talk a little bit about the last six games uh so far this is going to be kind of like a part two of an episode i did um like probably like four or five episodes maybe even six episodes back uh where it was i think it was titled it was titled um what we've had done and what is yet to come or something like that. I think, I think it was something like that. It was like episode like 20, um, like 20 or 21, something like that. But, um, this is going to be kind of like a part two of that. Um, because at that time it was the 12th game stretch, I guess it was like the last where we were heading into the 12th game, 12 game stretch that now is the six game stretch. I know I'm just kind of confusing right now. I'm kind of confused. In fact, I'm kind of confusing myself saying this, but, um, it was going to be like kind of like the pre of the final the pre stretch of the final stretch if that makes sense which i <laughs> now that I'm, oh my god now that i'm now that i'm like saying it i don't think it, it makes sense but point is um that this was this was an episode that I, that i did the last international break because i didn't think we were actually going to have another international break i didn't check the schedule that's on me um anyways i'm going off on this uh, way too long but anyways uh, the last six games, we're going to be talking about that. That's all you need to know. We're going to be talking about the last six games. Um, yeah, the Galaxy at the time, coming into these twelve game, these last 12 games, they were in fourth place uh, with a record of 11, 3, and 8. So it was it was solid from the Gs, right? I mean, it, it was heading in, a, uh, in somewhat of a good direction uh, for the Galaxy. Of course, there was some slumps coming into, the, into that uh, stretch of... Uh, of of coming coming into that 12 game stretch yeah i mean when you looked at it back then we were in a good position i think like we said we were in fourth place we had a home playoff spot uh, on us and we it was looking good for the galaxy now when you look at the galaxy 
uh, we're now 11-6 and 11. So a lot more ties and a lot more losses. Um, and we're holding on to sixth place. And what I mean by we're holding on is because of the fact that this weekend we had some good results uh, go on our way. Uh, Vancouver and Minnesota played uh, during the international break where, of course, if they both won or if one of them would have won, they would have passed the Galaxy. So the Galaxy could have possibly been in eighth place out of a playoff spot. But with those results, luckily, um, we're holding on to sixth place. They Both teams ended up losing. Um, Minnesota ended up getting demolished by Seattle and Vancouver. Or, or no, Vancouver lost it against Seattle in, in, you know, they got demolished. And then Minnesota ended up losing in a, in a heartbreaking fashion um, at the end of the game. Colorado ends up winning the game and they lost to a 10-man Colorado, which so kind of surprised me because, you know, that, that was basically kind of like for Minnesota to win then at that point. But they didn't win. Um, Minnesota didn't win. Vancouver didn't win. So fortunately, we're in sixth place because of that and we're holding on to a sixth-place spot. So like I said, since coming into that 12-game stretch, the Galaxy have not gotten a single win. Three ties, three losses. Um, and even before this 12-game stretch, of course, like I've said, we're on a nine-game winless streak here. And um, as the way we're looking at it, coming into this last six, it's it's going to be difficult. Um, but anyways, the Galaxy were very poor, of course, within these last six games. Um, they were very poor. Um, there was wins. There was a lot of manageable games in this in, in the last six games, but... They had the most trouble winning those those last those manageable games. I mean, you had some you had some games where you could have won, and there were some games where you where we should have won, like against Houston or maybe Austin or RSL at that one game where we ended up losing in a heartbreaking fashion as well. Um, but Galaxy didn't win a single game, and you know now we're in a hole because of that. Um, we're, we're in a hole there. I mean, like I said, with, if those results that didn't happen over the weekend, if those results didn't come to fruition, um, we would have been out of a playoff spot. And now the, and the galaxy would have even been in a bigger hole in that. But luckily with those results, um, the galaxy were lucky and they're still in a playoff position, but you know, it's, it's not looking good for the galaxy. They have not been playing well, um, over the past six, the past six games. Um, you know, our attack has been lacking. Our defense has been lacking. I mean, everything has been lacking, right? Um, we can't seem to score a goal. Um, people are cutting through the midfield like it's nothing. And our defense has not been that great, <laughs> um, especially when you've had some injuries like uh, Derek Williams going out and Villafanya going out, those being two big guys in that defense. Um, now you have, now you're kind of switched up into the, with the center backs again. And then you have Nico, which if you're, uh, you know, a weekly listener on here, you know my feelings about Nico. <laughs> um, which, by the way, he ended up playing 90 minutes in one of his uh, um, World Cup qualifying matches, so that's good for him. But, but of course, you know my <laughs> you know my thoughts on Nico. You know what I what I think about him. But of course, he has not been playing well either. And um, but yeah, like realistically, you know, everything by the Galaxy has been lacking. Um, chemistry has been down by a little um, a little bit, if you ask me. Um, but yeah, for the galaxy, it just has not been well, um, for anybody. Coach Vanny, I think has had some, 
had some games where it's like, dude, what are you doing? Um, there's some times where he doesn't make the right adjustments or he takes too long in making adjustments or just in flat out in general when, when you start a game, he doesn't, you know, do the right adjustments to start off with. So, of course, Greg Vanny has had some issues with um, with that as well. But, yeah, I mean, with, that was basically most of what happened in, in those six games. But um, I will say, though, within the last two games, being LAFC um, and RSL, the Galaxy showed a little bit of promise, in my opinion. Um, now, of course, when you overall, if you take these last six games, they've been terrible. It's out. It's all right. It's been bad. It's been poor. Um, but when you look at the last two games, I think there's a little bit of promise coming into this, into the, the final six. Um, but, and, and what I mean by that is that, of course, my, my biggest thing with the galaxy has always been, can they be resilient? Can they come, can they win a game no matter what the circumstances are? Um, which by the way, they didn't do that within these last six games, but, when you looked at the RSL game and you looked at LAFC, they kind of showed a little bit of that resiliency. Um, of course, in that RSL game, the Galaxy were the much better team on there. RSL get get some goals in there that were kind of lucky. Of course, the first goal, and then and then of course, uh, you know, they come back a little bit. Chicharito ties that game, and then they end up losing in the last minute in heartbreaking fashion. But of course, they did show for the most part in that game they showed resiliency. Same thing with LAFC. Um, you know, LAFC scores very early on. Then uh, Galaxy come back. Uh, Grand Zier scores in, in in that game. And then, you know, they show resiliency, a little bit of resiliency there. They kind of come back. They hold on and they get the tie tie at home. Um, but, yeah, I mean, when when you look at that, when you when you look at the promising factors of that and how they're getting they're putting more a little bit more of a fight, they're putting a little bit more of effort into the into their matches. That's good because the Galaxy don't normally do that when they're down or they don't normally do that when they're losing. They don't get, they don't put up that fight. Now they did within these last two games. Now, of course they didn't get wins, which is the bad part, but at, at you look at that, but you still look at the fact that they, they're putting in the effort of trying to get back into this game. It, it shows you a little bit of promise. It shows you that like, Hey, it, the galaxy are maybe starting to click here at some point. And now with this international break that we're coming off of, this might be huge for them. So the way I look at it, I feel like it's a little bit um, promising for the G's. I think it's a little bit promising for the Galaxy and the players and, um, and a little bit for the team, So, or for the fans, I mean. So I think that's something you got to be not excited about, but I think you got to be uh, a little bit, you know, you know, happy or a little bit, uh, you know, just, you know, it's, it's a positive look to it. It's a positive look to coming into these next six games. However, when you look at these next six games, they're not easy. And but we'll look into that into that uh six game the six game schedule six game schedule here for the final bit of the season. So of course we have Portland on October sixteenth, which is Saturday this Saturday, and then after that you have a midweek game, I believe, at Houston. So that that's gonna be on the twentieth. Then on the twenty third, you have you have Dallas at home. Then you got this is going to be the tough part, depending on whether the galaxy, how the galaxy do. But then you, on the twenty seventh of October, you you go to um, you travel to Kansas City, and then after that, on November first, you got to go to Seattle, and then you close off the season against Minnesota at home. 
on decision day. So when you look at that schedule, and I think everybody has seen the schedule and everybody knows how tough this schedule is, you know, but I'm going to say it again, this is a tough schedule. This is going to be, uh, it's not going to be very easy for the Galaxy to play these next six games. It's going to be a very, very tough schedule here. Now, like I mentioned that last episode, or um, the episode I was talking about in the beginning that I did a few, few uh, like, a, like five episodes ago, I talked about how the last six games that we played were more important, in my opinion, than these games. Now, why did I say they were more important? Because they were more manageable games. Because they were games that, that you could have gotten some results out of. Where you could have gotten some wins and you could have gotten some ties and maybe some a little a little bit of losses. And but and my worst fear was that the galaxy were gonna go into a hole were gonna dig themselves into a hole coming into these next six games. Which by the way, the prediction came true. That happened. The galaxy have dug themselves in a, in a big hole and now they're gonna go against these extremely tough opponents now of course there's some manageable games in here don't get me wrong i think houston and dallas are still very manageable when you look at it of course houston is at away so that might be a little bit tougher but still a manageable game and then you have dallas again at home um which by the way every home game i think from here on out has to be a win so again another another game where you could get the dub where you could get the win i mean there there is a bit of manageable games here but i mean still i mean the next game portland then you got Kansas City and Seattle, Minnesota in that schedule. I mean, it it's going to be tough, extremely tough, especially with what the Galaxy have done this these past six games. Now, if the Galaxy would have gotten some wins in these last six games, maybe let's say 3, let's say that, let's say they they won half of those games that that we just had, um the Gal I mean, this wouldn't have been, you know, this would have been a tough schedule, but this would have been you know, more like a, hey, like we can manage to, you know, you know, get the results that we need. Maybe we don't have to beat these really tough teams in the end of the season. We, you know, we can and we can focus on the playoffs. But now that we haven't won a single game, you know, in, in nine games, really. So if we have we haven't won a single game in nine games. And now, you know, you're looking at the schedule and you, and you think, damn, this has to be a must win for everything for for for. um for the rest of the season. Now, of course, are the is the Galaxy going to be perfect in this in these next six games? No, they're not. I don't think they're going to be perfect, but I think they almost have to play perfect in order to make the playoffs. I mean, we're the Galaxy are hanging on a loose thread. Um, again, sixth place um, is is you know of course a playoff spot, but the playoff picture is closing in. The points are closing in. The Western Conference like every year is a tough conference to play in now we're going into this and of course the schedule says it the this next six games says how shows how difficult the western conference is but again it's not like i'm i'm keep repeating myself here but it's not going to be easy for the galaxy and the galaxy are going to have to play you know almost as perfect in here um you know, and they gotta and they gotta win. I mean, that's that's the main part. They got to win in order to keep going here. Um, and it starts with Portland. So, yeah, I mean, not not an easy not an easy uh, schedule to look at. And of course, we'll be going over Portland in a bit at the end of the show. Um, 
with the with the preview. But um, yeah, I mean, when you look at that schedule, it's not going to be easy. Um, let's look at let's talk about some players that um that maybe stood out or kind of were poor in these last uh, six games here. Um, I want I want to say I have a list here for the good players. I put Grandzier. Um, I put Bond in here. Um, of course, Bond has done, you know, he's Bond. He does great. But, of course, he, he has conceded a lot of goals, which is not entirely his fault, of course. But um, I, I kind of put Bond into the, into the good category in here. Um, of course, I put I left Araujo in here, although he has been kind of slowing down on production a little bit. But that's just because of the fact that he's, you know, played every single minute of the season or almost every <laughs> every single minute of the season. But, of course, Araujo... Has, has kind of been good here. And then I also added Steris, who, although some people have their opinions on Steris here, I think he's done a solid job staying in the center back position, considering that we don't have Williams um, due to injury. But I think he's been doing well. But yeah, I, I have him as one of my good players here. Um, I added Grant in here because he's been great to the offense and has been crucial to the offense. He opens up the plays here and... Grandzier is putting in a lot of the effort, which and he scored a goal, I think, within these six games. I don't know if he scored one or two. I think he scored two, right? Because he scored against Colorado, then he scored one against LFC. So Grandzier has been picking it up um, within the last final stretch of the season here. So yeah, Grandzier has been good uh, for the most part. Um, but yeah, those are my good highlighted players. Then for poor players, um, I had a Chicharito in here um, being one of them. Uh, well, my list here was Chicharito, Jonathan Dos Santos, and Legette here. Um, and you could also add some other players in there. Of course, you can add Cabral and Nico. But like I said, if like I said, we've talked about them multiple times before. We know how you know, you know how much they haven't been performing well. We know how they're not that great. But you know, of course, they could get into that poor category. But I'm only highlighting here. You know, when it comes to poor players, um, players who just kind of normally don't do bad or just kind of like they do bad, but we just don't talk about it as much, I guess. <laughs> but um, I, I added Chicharito in here because, yeah, he scored two goals, but I think there's been a lot of opportunities for Chicharito where he could have scored more than two goals so far this season um, coming back. Um, you know, I'm glad he's scoring. I think that's that's a good sign that he's that he is scoring at least something. But there was a lot of chances where Chicharito had the ball, um, and and in positions where normally Chicharito scores goals, and he hasn't done it. Um, so I, I think he has been playing as well. Of course, some of it was because he was coming back from injury, but now that he's had a few games into his belt coming back, and you know, still kind of doing those performances where he's not getting the ball in the back of the net kind of does worry me a little bit. Um, do I think he's gonna, not going to start? He's he's not going to score anymore. No, I think he's still going to score. In fact, he's he might score. Um, you know, my prediction in the beginning of the season was like 15 goals. I, he's on track to do that, so I think he's gonna he's gonna do that. Maybe he's gonna even go a little bit more. But, um, but yeah, I think Chicharito has been playing well. Of course, we've heard about uh, Jonathan Dos Santos. He has not been playing well, in my opinion. Um, I think everybody, or not everybody, but I think a lot of people are starting to be, um, I guess, done with him because of the fact that this is his contract year. Um, 
he's taking up a DP spot. He's, um, you know, he he's done something. I mean, he said that he was joking around saying that he that to America to pick him up, but you know, I mean, there's a bunch of things that Jonathan has done, and also on the field, just in general, he's just not been playing well. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I, I it, to me, it's like Jonathan is, you know. I don't know if he'll break out. I don't know if in these next six games he's going to be a game changer. Of course, I think Jonathan Dos Santos is still a good player. I mean, I still think he, he's he's good, but he's just not designated player worthy. You know what I mean? Um, at least anymore. So, yeah, I mean, I think some people are through with him. Um, and quite frankly, the writing's on the wall. So, I mean... You know, I, I don't know how... I don't want to say Jonathan's not going to try for the rest of the season. I think he's still going to try. He still loves his team. He still loves the city. But it, it's to me, it's like, well, how much can you give? And we haven't... I mean, I we might have seen his 100%, you know, him going at 100% this season. So it's like, to me, it's like, well, you know, what can you... What what more can you offer, in my opinion? Um so yeah, I think he's another poor player um, coming into or within the last six games at least, and and basically most of the season when you look at it. But um, I also added uh, I also added Legit into this list as well. Of course, Legit is such a you know I, I don't want to say a weird player, but to me it it doesn't make sense that how good he is on the U.S. men's national team compared to the Galaxy, and there's reasons why. Um, I think Greg Berhalter um, trusts him. Not saying that Greg, Greg Vandy doesn't trust Legette, but Greg Berhalter has the confidence in Legette, knows how to how to use Legette as um, maybe not better, but just knows you knows the um, you know Legette's uh, you know strengths when when it comes to playing. So, but yeah, I mean, regardless, it's like how does the it you know Legette so far with the Galaxy this year and and these last six games he has not been that great and. You know, who knows what his future is as well. I mean, we, we, we talked about it a little bit um, on the show um, a couple of times. But, I mean, just in general, I, I don't think, you know, Legette has been playing well. He's been playing poor as well. Um, kind of somewhat of the reason why our midfield has been bad. I mean, both uh, Jonathan and Legette kind of add into that um, to see why our, our, our midfield hasn't been that great. But, of course, uh, those have been kind of my poor players as well. And, like I said... We can add Nico, we could add Cabral, but you guys already heard enough on um, how I feel about them. So, but yeah, those are the players that I felt like stood out to me within these last six games. And uh, yeah, also another thing uh, we haven't seen, or one thing I want to add was that I feel like a player that can break out within these next six games is Javelchik, which we have not seen that much of since... Um, the LAFC game um, at the bank. I don't know. I mean, we hope to see uh, Jovelchik within these next six games. I think that's going to be an important piece coming in t- coming into the final part of the season. But yeah, I, just to quickly add that in there, I think Jovelchik um, can break out at some point, and we hope to see more of him within these next six games. So um, yeah, uh, those are just some of my player analysis on that. So um, yeah. Uh, that's just basically kind of a recap of you know what what has happened, uh, what is going what's going to happen uh, coming up, and um, let's get into some galaxy news. Um, 
I added some injury stuff in here. Uh, I, of course, I mentioned Williams and Villafaña. Um, it looks like they're going to be coming back. Well, at least Williams is because he has been training this week. So that is a good thing for the Galaxy and a good thing for, for the fans that Williams is coming back. Um, uh, he's been training. Uh, we haven't really heard the status of Villafaña, though. Of course, we've seen him on social media recovering, doing recovering um, exercises and things like that. So uh, Villafaña looks like... He might be coming back. We don't know if it's this week, but um, when it comes to those two injuries, I think um, that's a big deal. Um, so if we get those guys back, that uh, if we get those guys back, uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a good thing for the Galaxy uh, going into these next six games. Um, uh, another thing into the Galaxy news, kind of just not related to the or well, or not related to the Galaxy team right now, but um, Robbie Keane. Is eligible to be in the in, to be in the soccer hall of fame in 2022. Saw that I think like yesterday or something like that. Uh, that's cool uh, for Robbie Keane to be eligible in that. Um, you know, to be part of that class of 2022 in his first year. Um, when I'm assuming, I, I don't know how the soccer hall of fame works necessarily on how when you can get inducted. I know for like the NFL and I think for the NBA. Um, you know, it's after five years or five years after you retire. Um, I'm assuming it's the same thing for, for the soccer as well for the MLS because, I mean, what, Robbie Keane retired in 2016. It's 2021. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been five years. So, yeah, I guess it's the same thing. But, of course, Robbie Keane eligible to be in the Soccer Hall of Fame in 2022. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be interesting for um, for the Galaxy. Of course, we just had... Um, Landon Donovan inducted into the Ring of Honor, uh, not uh, during that LAFC LAFC game. So that's cool. But this is different, of course. This is the National Soccer Hall of Fame. So good for Robbie Keane. Um, of course, I think he is going to be inducted. He's, I think he's first ballot worthy, in my opinion. Um, so Robbie Keane, um, congrats to him. Of course, I mean, congrats to him on getting being on the on the list to be eligible. But of course, once he if he gets a uh, inducted we're definitely gonna that's gonna be a little bit of a celebration for him so uh yeah congrats to Robbie on that part um that's basically it for the galaxy news not that much um galaxy news just because of you know international break and stuff like that um nothing really was going on uh not that much news so yeah that's basically it for galaxy news um yeah so anyways let's get into our preview of our upcoming game against the Portland Timbers. Galaxy will host Portland Timbers for the second time this season, third time overall this season. Um, Portland are currently in fourth place with a record of 14-4-10. Last time we faced Portland at home, we beat them 4-1. Um, that was a great game. I was there. Um, but yeah, we beat them 4-1. However, that Portland team is much different than what it is right now. Um, Portland are currently on an eight-game eight unbeaten streak while the galaxy of course have been the total opposite so um yeah i mean portland is on is on fire right now so going into this game it is going to be a battle um but i think the galaxy need to win this game of course just because of the fact of the hole that we're in the galaxy are going to need to beat uh beat portland at home in which like i said Every single home game from here on out, 
has to be a has to be a win. So, I mean, the Galaxy, if they want to turn around their season or turn around um, this slump and try to make it into the playoffs, they're gonna it, it, they're gonna have to be Portland. So, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be a battle. Um, I think realistically, these next three games. Um, Portland, Houston, and Dallas, when you look at those games, I think depending on how the Galaxy do on within those with those teams and the results they get, um, I, I think that determines whether this team can can go into the playoffs or not. Um, but like I said, it starts with Portland. It, it, it start the road starts with Portland and it's not gonna be uh, it's not gonna be easy. But hey, you know what they say? The harder path you take, it's you know, you get a bigger reward. I, I don't know. I, I butchered that saying. I don't know what the, I don't know what the saying is, but you know what I mean. It's like if you take the harder path, there can be something better on the on the end of it. So, um, I guess the galaxy have chosen the harder path when we shouldn't have taken the harder path. But you know what? It is what it is. And um, yeah, I mean, Portland is going to be interesting this Saturday. So, yeah, I mean. Galaxy have to win that game, and um, hopefully they do. So, um, anyways, that's it for the preview a little bit. I've kind of been going quick quick here, but um, I want to answer your guys' questions. Of course, I had questions for both me and LA Galaxy Central here, but, of course, since he's not here, um, it's just going to be me, of course. And uh, let's get into your questions. All right, then. This... Uh, question first question is by uh, Galaxy Fan eighty two double oh seven. Um, he asks score predictions for next match and do you think we can maybe squeeze into a playoff home game? I don't want to give a prediction on this game just because it's you know unpredictable. And if I say a, if I say a prediction, I don't want to jinx it. So I'm not going to give a score a prediction on that one, Galaxy Fan. I'm sorry about that, but. Um, but with your second question, if we think we could squeeze into a playoff home game, it's possible. But like I said, it's going to be difficult. And regardless, I don't think the Galaxy are really trying to focus more on that. I think they're just trying to focus more on, hey, let's just get into the playoffs here. And quite frankly, I'll be okay if they just get into the playoffs here. But there's still an opportunity for them to get a home playoff game, of course. And if they do want to get a home playoff game, Portland is going to be a match where you have to win because Portland right now have, uh, let me see the stats here, or the the standings. Uh, Portland have 46 points while the Galaxy have 39. So if Galaxy wins there, um, you close the gap um, going uh, with Portland there. So, of course, there's still a chance, but if they don't win this game, I don't think, you know, there there's uh, going to be much hope for a playoff home game. But if they do... Um, and depending also on, on Minnesota and Vancouver as well, depending on the, how they do, um, there's still a possibility. So, um, personally, I don't think that they are going to get it, but if they do, I mean, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be great. Um, second question. This is, this one was sent by everything LA galaxy. Uh, he's another, con- uh, Gal- LA galaxy content creator, excuse me. And, um, you know, of course, he does some great things. Go follow him. Uh, he asks me, uh, is Steris and Depew our best center back duo right now? Um, if Williams was still injured, yeah, I would have said that. Um, I, I mean, I mean, regardless, we don't know how hundred how um, 
if Williams is 100% coming into this game, of course he started training, but if Williams was still injured and if he's not 100% right now, I think, yeah, when you look at Stairs and Depew, I think that's our best best center back pairing. I mean, when you look at the beginning of the season, they were great. I mean, they were solid. They 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 were holding up. They were holding it up, in my opinion. Um, that I think Steris and Depew have a very good chemistry. I think they play sim- similarly. I think they, you know, like I said, chemistry wise, they bounce off each other. They're good. They they play with each other. There's no, um, I guess, because one thing that people have been saying that Depew or not Depew, uh, Steris and Kulubali, why ha- that hasn't been a great pairing is just because of the fact of of um you know a communication factor because of Koulibaly you know not learning it he knows English but just not as much but of course when you have stairs in the pew communication is there they've played uh they played with each other before so the communication is there the chemistry is there I think when you look if Williams was not injured I think they are the best center back pairing uh you know right now so yeah I would I would agree that they are the, they are the best duo right now um all right then Next question. Uh, this one was sent in by Seven Corona Three. Um, do you think Seba and and Efra should be starters or super subs? Well, let me start off with Efra. I think Efra is technically right now somewhat of a super sub. I think he plays much better coming off the bench than he does um, starting. Though the few, the past few starts he's had, he has been playing well. But I think Efra is much better coming off the bench than he is starting. When you look at Sebastian Jet. Um, He's he's a starter, but he just hasn't been playing well. Um, I still think Sebastian Legit is a very good player, but he just has not been playing well. I think I think when you look at Sebastian Legit, I think he should be starting. Yeah, like I think he should be starting, but it's just that he needs to elevate up his game a little bit more. But yeah, I think Sebastian Legit should be a super sub or, or a starter, and Efra should be somewhat of a super sub until he proves that he can be a starter. So. Next question. This one is by Wild Drizzy two one three. This one was. This one says, "Are we moving to downtown LA anytime soon?" No, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, any anytime soon, at least. Uh, when you look at Dignity Health Sports Park, um, they have done some modifications um, over the past few years. Of course, you have V Block, you have Legends Plaza. Um, of course, when the Chargers um, were we're he, we're playing at at Dignity Health Sports Park um, for a few years. Um, of course, they did some modifications there, and it kind of previewed, um, you know, ideas of you know if they want to expand capacity at some point, the Galaxy can do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you look at those and and how much room you can make for modifications in that stadium, I don't think they're they're going to move to downtown anytime soon. Now, would I be opposed? To having a downtown LA stadium? No, I wouldn't be opposed to it. But I just think when you look at what the Dignity Hill Sports Park is capable of doing and what they're doing to it, um, it doesn't look like they're moving they're moving out of there anytime soon. And which by the way, I think Carson is still a great location. It's still LA. Um but uh yeah, Carson's still a great location. Uh nice weather, especially when you're near the beach. So when it when you have those kind of hot days, there's still of a breeze there. Um, but yeah, I mean, the galaxy could, could do some modifications to that stadium if they want, if they want to. So I think that that's the only reason why I don't see them moving down to downtown LA. But yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, I think Carson is still a great location. So, um, yeah, 
All right. This is the last question here that they sent me. Uh, does Chris Klein need to resign or do a better job of player personnel? Um, honestly, I think everybody has been calling for Chris Klein's head for the past, um, you know, a few seasons already, maybe even more. But um, I don't think it's necessarily player personnel because I don't think he's really in charge of that. Um, you know, that's things like that, you know, DTK's job. That's he's the general manager. He's the one who is in charge of who comes into the academy, who they sign. And of course, if you want to add Greg Vanny into that, um, he, he's also a factor into that. Chris Klein isn't really there. He's just more to sign the checks and, you know, and, you know, buy, buy whoever's necessary, which, by the way, it's not like Chris Klein has made the best of investments here. Um, when you look when you look at some of it. Um, but of course, yeah, I don't think I, I think. At some point, you know, how long is Chris Klein going to have his job? That is the question here because he's had he's done some things because, of course, he's part of that front office. There's things that the front office has done this season that have not pleased Galaxy fans. Of course, you know, we've had, you know, the security guards being upped up, which, by the way, even though they increased security, it did nothing. Uh, it did nothing. When, like, for example, LAFC a couple of weeks ago, that did that really did nothing. So, of course, they're doing bad jobs on things like that. They're doing bad jobs of kicking out for street vendors, which is another problem. But, of course, that that's that's more of a process. But, um, but yeah, I think there's a, there's a lot of things that Chris Klein has hasn't really done well with the Galaxy. But, um, yeah, I mean, when it comes to player, per, like I said, when it comes to player personnel, that's not really his job. The way I see it, of course. Maybe Chris Klein can influence someone like <laughs> can influence DTK to sign somebody that they don't really need. Um, but of course, Chris Klein's job is just to you know sign the checks and get and and you know chase the bag. That's all. That's all he's there for. And um, and like I said, he's done some pretty bad investments. But you know, it is what it is. But I think at some point, if he keeps this up, he, and especially if the Galaxy don't win win something <laughs> soon. Um, I think Chris Klein, his days are, are coming up. I think, I think his days are, are coming to an end very soon with the galaxy being as a president. So, um, yeah, that was the last question of the questions. Of course, um, damn, I went very long in here. It's like 41 minutes. So, um, anyways, that is the show, um, kind of went long here by myself and, um, yeah, guys, that, that was the show. Um. If you want to follow me on the social medias, you can follow me at Insider Galaxy on both Instagram and Twitter. If you want to follow me personally, you can follow me at DJ Porco or at DJ underscore Porco on Instagram. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at it's double underscore Eric. That is at it's double underscore Eric on Twitter. So those are my social medias, guys. And um, another thing I wanted to add before we go, we we go here, um, I wanted to say. You know, of course, although the Galaxy have been on somewhat of a slump or they are in a slump and they dug themselves in a very deep of a hole, um, you know, coming into these last six games. Um, if you have the opportunity to go to a game, go to one. They need our support. They definitely need our support here coming in. And by the way, there's only three games, three home games um, uh, left. So there's not that many. So. Of course, go to a game if you have the opportunity to do so. Um, they're all weekend games, I believe. So, um, you know, 
that it won't be a problem. You won't have to call out of work or anything like that. Or if, if you don't work on the weekends at least, but yeah, I mean, pricing is all buying tickets is also not that big of a deal. If, especially with the galaxy right now, getting a lot of deals, actually, I think they were giving out student discounts. Uh, they were giving out discounts on tickets. And if you buy a ticket, you can get like a free beer on them or something like that. There, there's a bunch of deals. Um, so there, there's deals to buy tickets. Um, of course, supporter uh, group tickets aren't that expensive either, so you can go um, get tickets there. Um, but yeah, guys, if you have an opportunity to go to a game, go for it. Um, the Galaxy need our support. Um, we haven't been, a, you know, a team fortress this whole season, and I know the, you know, the the slump, you know, you know, the last uh, nine games, you know, shows that they kind of don't deserve it. But at the same time, they need it. So um, go to a game. Go to a game for sure. And um, yeah, that's it, guys. Like I said, that's the show. Follow me on the social medias. Oh, also follow LA Galaxy Central as well on his social on his social medias, on Instagram and Twitter. Forgot to, forgot to plug his stuff in, so go follow him as well. But um, yeah, guys, hope you have a good rest of your day. Hopefully you all are safe. Be responsible. Don't do anything stupid. Stay warm, I guess, because the winter is coming and the fall is here. So um, yeah, guys. Hope you all have a good day and uh, G's up. Seven words. Be-